Okay, here we are today. Mm. It's uh, a Wednesday. A Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Another fucking Wednesday in paradise. Oh, shit balls. Wow. My goodness, how professional. That's what they call us. That's what they say about us. Um, Mm -hmm. All the reviews. um, All the, yeah. All the press. All the articles. The resounding press. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We were at that Met Gala. I just, nobody took any pictures of us. I was really surprised by that. And we were the best dressed. Yeah, people think Blake Lively had it. Mm. Didn't even see it. Um, I I do like uh, I'm a I'm a fashion and costume fan, so I have been drinking, drinking, drinking it up. All of drink, all of the images. Drink it up. I liked. Uh, was it last year when they did camp? I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. I think that might have been the year. Is that the year that Katy Perry wore a hamburger? <laughs> yeah, that was the after party. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay. And then she had a little transformation moment. Yeah. The theme was uh, like Gilded Age, I think. So it was like a cool theme this year. I've really enjoyed like the the dresses and, and whatnot. Where's her husband? Oh, he's there. Did you not see all over the internet how much all of his reaction videos to when he saw her? Because everybody ships that relationship so hard. I didn't. I didn't see. You know why? Oh. Because you know what was happening at the same time all the Met Gala pictures were going on? erosion of our rights yeah (laughs) yeah there was i figured that's what you meant there were so many things that was like here i am happily and that's exactly how it happened for me just happily scrolling through and like oh wow look at this outfit look at that outfit and then Mm -hmm. it was like fucking scotus is like sneaking in the background a literal bombshell yeah no like i i I was i first heard it was like 10 p.m at night i was about to go to bed Mm. and i happened to just roll over and check my phone and i saw there's like a little group that's like my mom and 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 grandma our shared grandma and grandma named it mt and me and i think that's really cute but um mt and me like they one of them shared an article like basically breaking the news and i i saw it i felt the icy complete fallout of my butthole yeah um and then i i immediately like an iron fortress which i'm going to talk about later i was just like i have to sleep tonight and so i i just like i stopped it somehow i never can do that and then in the morning i woke up nice and freshly panicked and with with full energy to panic with uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you recharged your panic battery mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. charging ahead. Uh, I think that, man, if I would have known you were up, I probably would have, I probably, I think I immediately jumped on Marco with uh, a couple of the, of the, of the coven. And, uh, there was lots of tears and anger shit. Uh, terror. Yeah. All uh, kinds of emotions. Yeah. And, and I can't remember if it was like that night or if I just stayed up all night because uh, it was one of those nights that I, I did not I did not go to sleep after that. I knew that if I gave it any, I knew if I opened that article, that was the thing. I saw it on my phone and I was like, I can't open this right now. I can't do it <laughs> because I just I knew that I I uh, would be I would not be able to sleep. You know, right. I just because it like I was already like I don't even know if I'm going to be able to, but I'm going to try. And then, yeah, the next morning, it was just like, oh, that's what I get to learn, <laughs> to really look into now. 
So this is yeah, yeah. This great. is this is what we're yeah. Love this. So the 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 event timeline has been kind of crazy as well uh, because if if we're being fully forward with you guys, it guess what? It's not really Wednesday. No, uh, yeah, this is being recorded ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's uh, a few days. It, we are at the beach days. right now. Yeah, at this moment, we we are uh, trying to have a little bit of escapism <laughs> in our yes. lives. Um, but it, it is actually a couple days before that. So by the time this comes out, I have no idea where it'll be. You know, I don't either. That's uh, another weird thing. It's like because yeah. this is just breaking. You know, I mean, like we are three days into this now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that will be interesting to know, like this time next week, where everything is at with all of that nonsense. Um, yes. fucking a, uh, so, but anyway, because of that, like, and we don't usually rope in too many, um, oh, heavy things like this too often in the sure. show. Um, cause we do like to be you guys as like levity, uh, in shitty times. Um, however, it's warranted. It's when it's warranted, warranted we got it. Really fucking serious. Uh, yeah. And um, but we wanted to do something uh, helpful with this, something positive. So mm-hmm. our topics today aren't. We're not just going to be talking about necessarily exactly what's going on and breaking it down like that. We're going to be talking about tools that perhaps you can use, things you can draw on, things you can learn about and focus on to help you move forward with action. Um, and not just be paralyzed and dragged down by the absolute Tom fuckery uh, yeah. that's happening. Right yeah. And that's something that Macy and I talked about kind of behind the scenes. So we we're talking about like, what do we do? Do we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? Do we not put an episode? Like, what do we do this week? <laughs> and we kind of came to the conclusion that like, um, A, it, it should be talked about in some way or another. Uh, but B, we wanted to, we wanted to help turn, what did we say? I forgot what we said, but like we wanted to turn blind fear into like a sense of having a sense of control, you know? Um, yeah. At least, at least have knowing what you can do because there's so many people I've talked to who were just like, I don't know what to do. There's nothing to that I can do. And, and when stuff like this happens, you feel very small and very. Yeah. Well, and shock. Too yeah. like shock is a shock is such an interesting thing, mm-hmm. like it, it's amazing what it can do to. And I'm, I'm of course I'm not talking about like medical shock, but like you know just like that oh just that absolute slate wiping ability of sheer surprise and mm-hmm. shock is um it's brain rattling and it can take days to come down from. And, and that I think is what we're seeing because yeah. that's where we are right now. Yeah. We've seen the, we've seen it kind of run the gambit of like emotional trauma of seeing like the, the shock when things first came out. I went through myself a period of like disbelief. I was like, I don't know if this is true. There was a lot of people like fact check, like trying to see if this was even a real thing. Sure. Um, and then when, and then when you figure it out, it just kind of switched between grief and anger, such anger, uh, I myself have kind of been swapping back and forth between just moments of just tears and crying and feeling ineffectual. And at this point, I'm just mad. I've just felt rage. That's that's from I've I've felt nothing but rage. That's all Mm -hmm. I can feel. And it's a cold, 
It's it's a cold rage. Like I've not mm-hmm. I've not even like screamed or like cried about it. I've just I have it and I'm now it's like it's there and I'm like I've got to use you. I've right. got to use you somehow because you are an absolute earthquake and I need to put you somewhere. Rage can be an incredibly powerful uh motivator. And I'm talking mundane as well as meta- metaphysical. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes we might view, um, God, you might say, you might say you're going to put your, your rage to work, say in spell, spell work. And I think a lot of people might be kind of afraid of that. They might be like, well, that's walking the line of like the dark path or whatever. And, and everyone is free to make their own choices. Yeah. Everybody's Uh, got their own set of ethics. Everyone does. I want to kind of say out out front here that uh my topic today while probably being a little shorter than usual because i i I'm kind of it's kind of focused in uh and of course we're going to be talking about this uh for a, a little chunk anyway uh my 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 point is a little gray today we will call it that i'm fine with it yeah i'm and, fucking and, fine uh, with it <laughs> i'm just saying you know if 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 you're not cool with that you know then that's that's fine uh, but for I would say you, still listen for the perspective. Sure. Um, it's it's good. Because, I mean, I've totally pre- I've pretty, pretty much flipped on that. Like, I remember, right. our, like, way back in our ethics episode being, oh, like, yeah. I think, pretty much, like, no, not, nothing. You know, like, all defense, no offense. And I have completely walked off that path. Uh, you know, not regularly. I don't do it out of pettiness, but I do it. I have gone on offensive measures when people that I know and care about have been oh, sure. Yeah, oh, for absolutely. Sure. And this and is I, everyone is being threatened that I know and care yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've had enough. That's and that's another point that I'd like to make is this is something that affects everybody. It it matters. It matters to everybody. Yeah. There, there and so it doesn't issues. go with it doesn't go with the general opinion of America. The majority do not want this. It's a real it, it it's it's terrifying and the the tendrils that come from this are so much farther beyond abortion and um yeah yes like uh the the recognition the recognition excuse me of um same-sex marriages well it's it's basically anything that's not explicitly expressed in the constitution which is a lot of things not just this it's it's, you know (laughs) it's a lot of things and so that's a really we need to keep our eyes open there's a lot of people scared for a lot of different reasons right now and uh i do want to address a few things kind of quickly we we've already done this over on our facebook page there's a lot of uh stuff floating around about particular herbs that can be used uh for that might cause the termination of a pregnancy to just put it very plainly uh and i'm not gonna lie to you in the, a couple of days ago, or I guess at this point, maybe like a day and a half ago, <laughs> I was truly thinking about getting on here and talking about that. But then, but then, as things do, you kind of think about it. You have a level head, and um, uh, we're not doctors. No, you know some of so, these can be very poisonous. Yeah, you know, and and 
we don't want things like our Facebook group getting shut down. Yeah, that's so why we had gonna, to put the quietest on that. Yeah. Like we had to stop that and because it's like literally Facebook is watching and they right. flag our group. They like we got a severe flag, like a content, like a severe flag. You only get a set amount of these or your group is blown up. We got one because somebody posted an article about how like the reasons why skirts didn't have pockets and Facebook, no one in the group, Facebook flagged that as misinformation and we got like a quality demerit to our group because of that. So here's the thing. That is a fucking scary. Yeah. You know, it's getting real. We're going to need to start figuring out some sort of uh, off-platform infrastructure. I think Facebook is just getting fucking bananas. Right. I I believe Discord might be a good option uh, for something like that. But also, it, it's scary to me that I see so many other things posted, but that, the history of pockets is what does it? Are yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, huh. excuse me? <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's um, it's but wild. I, I wanted to make it clear where we stand on, on stuff like that, uh, where it, it, it's almost as if, like, it's this is not our personal belief. We're not saying, don't talk about this because it's our personal belief. I don't want to accidentally say, hey, yeah, use whatever, and somebody drinks too much, and then they, they die or something. Yeah, you know and that's I mean? where we're heading again. So you know, I, we're heading it, towards this bullshit again. That Again, it loops it back to that fucking problem. Uh, so we, we did, we, we wanted to release an episode, and just kind of talk about some things like this. We don't usually get this way, um, but <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. This sorry. is a really rough time. <laughs> um, if this is disappointing. I, I I do apologize, but that's yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's not it's not about like I said to Mace. This is not necessarily a time to be comfortable. No, you know? and and the, this episode is. It, I want it to be motivating because it is very easy to get literally pinned down by the weight of the fear and of the of you know like because seriously it is paralyzing i was paralyzed and i was paralyzed Mm -hmm. for a while and that's kind of why i was like all right i've got to use this i'm coursing with energy right now like i can feel it i can feel that i am but i need to put it somewhere and to to move forward with this new reality that we're likely seemingly going to be living in and what to do. You know, I I always react better when I have something to do. So just to kind of help direct things, what, what we can do. um, And I I don't want to just, I don't want to just shout from the treetops, like vote, make sure you vote because but please make sure you vote, but please make sure you vote. Like this is how this happened. So there's that. So what you can do. Um, so I know that there is a lot of talk about the strike uh, at this point. It's like half over if, if it's going, if it's happening. Yeah. Uh, Cause again, we're recording a pretty good before the, amount ahead yeah. of time. <laughs> so, um, but the, 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 the idea of the strike got Macy and I both thinking about, I want to give you my main takeaway here. Sure. So Macy and I spoke earlier before this episode, because we were kind of like, what, what do we, how yeah, we, we did, we had about? a pre-meeting. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, yeah. And, and in that Mace kind of voiced concerns about ultimately about the strike, maybe hurting small business. Yeah. Because it, of it just really the, bugged me. Right. And I, I kind of thought about, and I had thought about it before. And I, I told Mace, I said, I guess I didn't think about that because I, 
part of me, like if someone was like, hey, strike, like how I read that is like, yo, no Walmart. No, yeah, uh, especially, you know, and like, I think what disappointed me is like, if it would have come out with like a list of corporations and business or like companies, whatever, that are like, they support legislation that kind of, uh, you know, leans this way to cause things like this and allow this support this, that I understand, you know, like lobbying, anything like that, like that, that I get, but not people in your community who feel the same way you do who are paycheck to paycheck because running a small business is goddamn impossible hard almost right now with inflation being the way that it is and coming out of a pandemic. So I don't like how it's like, spend no money, eat at no restaurant. I read that and I was like, have you ever met any people who own a restaurant? You know, it's like the margins are so slim. So it's like that bothered me. You know, it's like I, the majority of the country is on the same side here. We don't need to punish each other. Um, It's the big guys and the big guys won't bleed in a week. I want to make it clear that like, I, I, I'm like for the strike question mark. You know what I mean? I Uh, I think idealistically, absolutely. But it's got caveats um, that I feel like are being explained. Yeah. I, I, I think that a lot of people are going to have to kind of, and again, this is weird because this is coming out when this is like halfway over. So I'm sure by now we know what's happening, but Uh, Right now, we don't have that gift of foresight. We can't really tell what's going to happen. But like for me personally, I had to kind of uh, make my own boundaries and decide what this meant to me. And what it means to me is focusing on the supporting of small businesses if, if I were to need something. So if I were to need, I don't know, anything, pick a thing, I would in this time, I would rather do that there than go down and like do it at the Walmart. You know what I mean? Uh, What it means for me is to basically become more self-reliable. You know what I mean? And, and kind of not have to patronize the big guys. However, at the same time, I, I think that that's just something I'm moving towards in general. Yeah, but this is you know. a good reason for it. You oh, know, no, it's an absolute great yeah, catalyst. It, yeah, it's a off. good, it's a good reason to start. And yeah, it just kind of because that like that's to me, like right now more than ever, we need community and we right. need it badly because we're going to need to be able to have each other as a support network. And so supporting each other and you know, businesses and just kind of taking care of each other is to me the most important thing. Um, so I will absolutely be patronizing small businesses during this week, speaking into the future, um, during this week, um, because I don't want them to go away. Um, things are really tight right now. And also these are people that did nothing wrong and I don't think they need to be punished is a strong word, but have their, their margins put into jeopardy because some fuckhead piece of shit justices, are being assholes, you know, it's like, you know, but big ass companies that kind of helped allow this to happen. Sure. Oh no. In theory, if if we're looking at this like bottom line theory, if it was let's fucking strike, let's see what happens when, you know, people who are being targeted with this just fucking stop showing up. Let's see what fucking happens. Shit will crumble. If that stops happening. The thing is not everyone can do that. 
Uh, no. Well, yada, yada, is, yada. Yeah. It's just, it's very, there's, there's holes here. There's plot holes, you know, that I, that I found, but I was like, I, but the thing is, and something that I think that this strike is good for in, in like in regards to inspiration is that um, everybody is in different places in their lives and everybody is in a position to do different levels of individual protests that they can manage right now. Not everybody can quit their fucking job next week and walk out. Like that's steep, but But something like even just a little bit, even just something new that you fold into your routine. It's, it's, it's small bites that add up in mass. Like I was talking to you earlier today about like the turning the water off when everybody brushes their teeth, Right. you know, it's like, it seems like a small thing, but when you add it up in mass you can really make a change. So I think that it's important to not get discouraged or feel like you're not doing enough as even if you're just doing one more thing that's like, well, you know what? A year ago, I wouldn't have cared this much to do this, but I am now. I That's something, you know, and I don't think that there should be a level of shame because shame can also be a paralyzer. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolute frozen. Uh, with that said, if you do have the the means and the ability and the drive to strike and you're doing it fucking props dude that like all for it and and i hope you're kicking ass dude that's that's my feelings if in a perfect world we would all be able to do this right exactly the way that it should be done uh however that's part of the problem is a this is not a perfect world but b this is targeting people who can't do things like they don't have that they don't have the money to just not show up or they might get fucking fired or in some places, maybe goddamn, maybe you're the only person in your area who supports this and you're afraid of what might happen to you if you speak very loud and proud yeah. about it, you know, unfortunately, yeah. which is valid. I mean, it um, is, I, it, it, it is so no. And that's the thing. I think you do your own level and maybe that's a compounding thing. Maybe it's like a snowball, right? you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, I guess, we're calling for like a strike on your own terms for longer is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, you know, w- focus on information, you right. know, and, and spreading that in a way that is helpful. Like, you know, for instance, like this is something that I was talking to you about earlier. Um, there's the subreddit child free that has a massive nationwide list of doctors that are due that will not hassle young mm-hmm. uterus owners to get their tubes tied. They yeah. will do it. And they don't yeah. tell you that you're stupid and that you don't know any better about your own fucking body right. and that you're, you know, they don't do it. They will do the procedure for you. Yeah. And um, so there's information like that that's out there because like if I was in a different situation, like if I, if, honestly, if I was like still dating, I would 100% get my tubes tied. Sure. I would get it done because I know I don't want to have kids. And yeah. so if that's something that you have always heard that like you, it's something you've wanted and like. You just have always been heard a doctor won't do it. A doctor won't do it. There are some that will. um, And there's resources out there to find that. So like looking into information, looking into ways to support within the community. And there's going to be grassroots things that are coming up, you know, so there's going to be a whole, there's going to be a whole new segment of work that needs to be done. I, I have seen a fair amount of people already come forward and say things like, if this happens and you need help, I, I can get, like, I can come and help you. Every day is a step forward. It's Yura energy and it moves mountains. Um, yes. So don't yes. feel like if you are not able to just completely be the model um, vision of what you think it should be like to someone, you know, for someone who does not agree with what's going on, 
they're it's it's okay. You can do what you can, and that's progress right there. So don't what is it? Should on yourself? Don't should on yourself. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, don't should on yourself. And if you are the type of person who believes that your energy is paired best with maybe you know maybe a little maybe a little quickening, maybe a little catalyst, maybe a little protesting, I just I have a I have a quick little protest safety announcement that I want to give. Uh, first of all, protesting is not a dirty word. We're allowed to do it uh, at this point. It's still allowed. Who knows when that will go away? But yeah, um, they might fire very dangerous things at you, but we are uh, quote allowed yes. to do it. So we are allowed to do it. Uh, I am not encouraging violence. However, I'm telling you to be careful if you're doing it. Cover your face. If you don't have any face coverings, look one up online. You can turn a t-shirt into a face covering really easily. Cover identifying marks and tattoos on your body. Uh, Protect your eyeballs. Goggles are best. Uh, Write down important numbers. This is something I didn't think about until I saw it online. Write down important numbers on your body in Sharpie. Because let's say things go terribly wrong and you get arrested. And you may not know a a lawyer's number (laughs) (laughs) write that down on your arm or some shit before you go out and if again shit goes crazy haywire and there are tear gas canisters fired at you do not pick that bitch up to throw it back with your bare hand well let me just say don't don't pick it up to throw it back and if you accidentally touch it i'll say that don't do so with bare hands because it will fucking hurt you so please be careful out there everybody And with that, what are we talking about today? Jesus. Well, anyway, I'm talking to you today about, um, did you tell me what you're talking about today? I did not. Okay. What are we talking about? Okay. So I'm going to be talking about where the hell is my notes? Okay. Aggie weed. Aggie weed. A-G-U-E, Aggie weed, which in my head, like the entire time I was uh, researching and looking it up, I kept saying it argue weed in my head with like with an R. (laughs) Per, like I kind of still think fits, but what are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about a rune. I'm talking about I was the rune. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who goes first this time? I have no idea. I always meant to look that up. Let me. I'm I'm bringing it up. Last time was the wasp and Dalmatian, so I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go first. Alrighty. All right, so I'm going first. I'm talking about Aggie weed, A-G-U-E weed. Uh, I'll have I'll have no notes on my pronunciation of it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The Latin name, there seems to be two different plants referred to as Aggie weed. And in everything that I did, they hold extremely similar properties, uh, if not kind of swapping in and out. However, I do want to bring the difference uh, to the Latin names up because one of them is safe to ingest. The other, mm, it has done, it has been done historically. Uh, it has been done in folk magic. However, there are some mild toxicity uh, reports to it. So I would recommend just to not ingest it. Uh, so the one that you can ingest, <sighs> there's no way this is genitalia. This is gentanelia. Oh, but I mean, like, that's pretty much pretty Genitalia. Close. <laughs> really close. Okay. Gentinalia quinquifola. What? Quinquifola. Okay. And that's the ingestible one. The other okay. one is Altris farinosa. 
Are these, these not magical? Are, these are both really extra <laughs> names. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And wait till we get... Here we go. I'm going to read to you the AKAs. Now, again, because these are so uh, interchangeable, they both carry these same AKAs. So, backache root. Black root. Okay. Bitter grass. Okay. Mealy starwort. Oh, that's cute. Star root, star wart, star grass. Okay. Wow. Various, various. Lots of stars. Yeah. On that. Uh-huh. But, but then we get a little bit blazing star. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're getting a little bit more, um, a little bit more fancy, a little more festive. Devil's bit. I thought you were going to say bitch. Devil's bitch. <laughs> Unicorn plant. Lit. True. Unicorn root. I was questioning it. I was questioning the validity. Crow corn. <laughs> and my personal favorite, white tube. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. The, uh, the planet association is Uranus. As I will be calling it because I'm a child and Uranus makes me giggle. I, I thought it was supposed to be pronounced Uranus. I call it Uranus, I think. I have Do always I call it said Uranus, Uranus and oh. I, I guess I guess I'm wrong for that. I, I feel like I heard scientists like in, in like the nerdy ass science shows I would watch growing up. Uranus. I think it was they would always call it Uranus. I always assumed that was because no one wanted to say Uranus. Uranus. Like, I, I always thought that Uranus was right, but Uranus was like, and I could be wrong again. Maybe I'm a kid. It always makes uh, me think of in Spaceballs how they have the, like the bumper sticker that says "We'll break for Uranus" and <laughs> and Spaceballs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, little Rick Moranis. The planet that I'm going to have to write down. Hold on, Aguiweed. I have to put this in the in the title or up top because I keep forgetting the name of it. I keep wanting to say argue. Okay. The planet that Aguiweed is associated with is Uranus. The Zodiac Association is Sagittarius. Okay. So Aguiweed loves a, they like a wetland. They like it wet. And they like okay. it woody. Okay. Right. Wet and woody. Oh. And, um, oh God, there's another AKA that I forgot. There's white snake root. How did you forget that? Oh my God. I put it separate. I wanted to make a big deal out of it. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's got these little bristly blue flowers. It doesn't look too unlike uh, like a blue bonnet or, or something like that. You know, it's got the shoot that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of what tube, it has more of a white or creamy colored flower. Hence the name, the like reference to unicorns because, oh, my my Bixby turned on without me telling it to and it started recording or it started like translating what I was saying. So it just Mm -hmm. brought up a bunch of shit about unicorns. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the, the Horner, the, the Horner rune, (laughs) the unicorn root. (laughs) That's my brain is all over the place. Unicorn root is called that because of the like one singular spike coming out of the ground and it's covered with these little white flowers. So it's this white unicorn spike. That's where that comes from. The name uh, in particular in uh, reference to the Altrius Farinosa. Altrius 
uh, is a Greek word that means uh, a woman who grinds corn. All right. So there's that. That's very specific. That is a, very, A yeah. woman who grinds corn, not like a corn grinder. It's got to be a woman well, who grinds yeah, well, it, corn. It, it, I, I saw in other places that it was specified that it was a woman uh, who was a slave that grinds corn. Oh, wow. Even right. another layer of complexity. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I want to read this little bit of history. This is from VineyardGazette.com. Vineyard. I always say Vineyard. <laughs> I was wondering about that, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got an ounce of class in my body. <laughs> so Vineyard Gazette says, however, unicorn roots place is in women's health. And this has stood out through the test of time. Identified, used, and shared for centuries by women, its commercial value was first uh, employed by Lydia Pinkham, whose original vegetable compound was made in 1875, was reported to be the female cure-all tonic. Is that right? That would combat any and all women's health concerns. Now that's Mm. word from word. Okay. Uh, They do go on to say that uh, many people considered Lydia a, a quack okay uh, however he's no nicholas culpepper no <laughs> no nicholas culpepper would have sold that shit like hotcakes <laughs> uh however that does not take away from the fact that the root has been used for ever seemingly ever mm. to help with things like um what they called a oh god what the god these these old fucking words what they called a weak uterus weak and they just thought the uterus would fall right out of the body it's like you fucking idiots it holds a whole goddamn heavy ass baby in it you stupid fuckers no macy if you jump too hard it's gonna splat on the floor just oh my god (laughs) but this would help in the case this or they would uh prescribe it to people in the case of uh irregular periods things uh, uh, like heavy heavy menstrual to help bring some balance yeah yeah. Uh, let's see. Do outside of the use of like directly related to the uterus and uterus issues, uh, the digestible one or the uh, ingestible one, excuse me, has been used in place of uh, like stomach medication. So anything that is going wrong with the tummy, just like upset or uh, maybe you've got a bad case of diarrhea, uh, even worms. They this would be given to people to help to, okay. to flush some of that out. It seems hey, that to be, shit used to be common as hell. Yes, <laughs> this seems to be a um, this seems to be an herb that will make you sweat and make will make you flush. Make me sweat. It's going to flush out your fever. It's going to flush out your diarrhea, uh, and it the might diarrhea. just flush out a, a a period problem. You know, so uh, metaphysically. There's not much in the way outside of, of that in, in medicine. <laughs> so metaphysically, moving straight on. This is an herb that, among other things, can be used for hexing those in places of power. Uh, take that to mean what you wish. It can Alrighty. also be something that you uh, wear on your person to protect you from... People who are doing evil to you, 
perhaps even evil that is being done to you uh, that is uh, uh, life-altering evil is what I have seen. Sure. Now, when used in a hex towards a person, uh, this is said to cause extreme confusion in your target. It's also said to cause extreme uncertainty of their actions. That's fun. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's a real brain scrambler. Mm. Uh, outside of this, you can use you can use Ague for cleansing. You can use it to, uh, of course, exorcisms was thrown in there. Uh, keep yourself clean of jinxes and curses while like using it at the same time to sure to project your own. Um, and from uh, Reno Magic Store, Reno Magic Store, God, Charlie, <laughs> you can read, RenoMagicStore.com, they say, for a thwart your enemy's incense mix, Okay. do Aggie Root, Patchouli, Myrrh, uh, Wood, bet- Betany, I've never heard of Wood Betany, and Saltpeter, uh, then you paper their, you write their names on a paper and burn the mixture while picturing them uh, being prevented from disturbing your life. In my case, that would be making use of that uncertainty. Uh, it, it, everything would be so uncertain, you couldn't get shit done, therefore mm-hmm. not fucking my life up. <laughs> this pairs well if you are looking to perhaps uh, use it in more of a gray or offensive manner. This pellet pairs well with snowflake obsidian, hot peppers, Oh yeah, dead, dead bugs, and my personal favorite, piss. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Alrighty, yeah. So uh, outside of that, I just kind of wanted to quickly give a quick little refresher. If you are doing any kind of hex work, this is from uh, BrelandWalker.tumblr.com. Here's uh, a quick little list of some useful. We'll call them baneful. Uh, we'll call them offensive herbs chicory mandrake stinging nettle can bring sadness bad luck uh to your target and wormwood can uh curse your enemy but my my favorite and perhaps the most applicable in this uh in this time in this day would be jezebel root uh so Wait. give give me some aggie weed give me some jezebel root and uh let's let's make some stuff happen you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right yeah yeah, so there we go. There's a uh, what was it? You know, it was white tube. White tube just white sounds tube. like a dick. <laughs> I know, like somebody's pink floppy dick. It just it just sounds wow. You know, it sounds like it. Do you know what like a stink horn is? Do you know what Ew. a stink horn is? Charlie? I, I've heard the word. I don't know what it is. It's like a mushroom. Ew, and it just um, stink horns out of the ground like a little. A little dick coming out of the ground. Cute. And I feel like that's what it should look like with the name white tube, but it doesn't look like that. It, it You know, it really doesn't look like a white tube. Oh my God, a stinkhorn. Oh my God. Wow. How okay. great is the name stinkhorn? Stinkhorn. And it looks like a dick. <laughs> great. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. All right. Uh well, we do have an ad. Um, we've got an ad because we're doing that uh, small business support. And um, I do want to say that, like, as a courtesy, we I, 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 like we were like, we told them what was going on with this episode. And they were just like, 
unfazed by it. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do yeah. want to say that like that was, I was like, that's fucking awesome. So uh, we are talking today about Ragnar's rocks. Cause he, first of all, get it. Do you get it? Like Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it actually. No. Like when I like, we were like, like Ragnarok, I was like, yeah, Ragnarok's a word. And then I was like, oh no, Ragnar's rock. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't even, no, I did not get that. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> so Ragnar's Rocks, ragnarsrocks.com. If you go there, I love the first thing you see is this big Texas. It's got crystals. Yeah, I mountain, know. From the mountain to your pocket. And there's like this badass dude standing there. It's, that's it's him. Fucking, is that him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, it's a badass website, dude. Uh, anyway, so they are offering crystals. Looks like fossils. Do we have a list of the things that they offer before I just talk? They have so many things. Well, and something I want to talk about, they don't just have crystals. They have individual photographed crystals that you're not buying out of a bin. You are picking an individual crystal like that is unique that they have photo. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. it's the first like crystal shop, like crystal site that I've ever been to. That's not just like, oh, amethyst, medium size. It's like, yeah. no, this is like, for instance, right now I'm looking black tourmaline, 216 grams, 2.5 by three inches. It's a, and it's got, it's that one rock. You're buying the rock shown in the photo. Yeah. You're not buying an amethyst. You're buying that amethyst. Which the time takes. Oh, dude. And have you ever ordered like a crystal and, and you order this and it's this beautiful picture and then you get one and you're like, Huh. Yeah, it's like a shit sandwich. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like the, what I ordered versus what I got. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, seriously, I can't recommend this website enough. It is really cool. Like, there is everything on there. Everything is photographed. And there's some, like, really niche kind of stuff that I feel like you don't find, like certain kinds of rocks and whatnot um, that you find. But, yeah, like, it's just a treat to go through because this collection is drool-worthy. So, um so Ragnar themselves has written us a little, a little bit about why they are called what they're called. So my friends started to call me Ragnar after the great Ragnar Lodbrok of the Viking yeah. sagas. <laughs> Ragnar was responsible for giving the ability of the Vikings to travel long distances and navigate the oceans, bringing them all the success that they are known for today. He accomplished this by going on a spiritual journey and finding a crystal that when held up to the sky shows you where the sun is, no matter how cloudy or stormy the day. This was extremely important because the Vikings used the sun for navigation and without this tool, they could not travel. This is how I came up with the name Ragnar's Rocks, for it was my duty to bring these rocks and crystals into people's lives to help them navigate whatever journey they find themselves on. How I love that. Dude. I love that a lot. That's <laughs> very beautiful. Um, uh, and they continued on to say this was really um, interesting information. So uh, as of 2020, the crystal industry has surpassed the $76 billion a year diamond industry and has continued to grow every year since. We all know of the horrific conditions and trading practices involving mining diamonds. The crystal industry is not exempt, unfortunately. There are no standard regulations in place, making these circumstances even more shocking. Many facilities produce lab-made crystals or, crystals or molds that look like real crystals, which makes it hard for the consumer to know what they are getting. Even more devastating is many of these mines and manufacturing facilities use slave labor. Slave labor. And this is why you were able to find extremely cheap products online as many say 
you get what you pay for. The main goal of my organization is to provide people with a trusted and knowledgeable source to purchase crystals and rocks. It is very niche for companies to say they are ethical when in fact there is no real way of knowing what people do behind closed doors. Many of my customers say, and Ragnar we trust. And I hope that one day this is something everyone can say. That is such a, first of all, in Ragnar we trust, can we not just. Badass. Come if, on if now. There is not, listen, if there's not some merch with no, Ragnar, dude, I gotta send you. I I, I gotta show you. He's we got sent some dope ass stickers. Lit, like lit. No, Ragnar's <laughs> Ragnar's got like the 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 branding lit on it. Yeah, Hell yeah it's, it's badass. And they make a great point here uh, because this is something that it's kind of a pitfall within the witchy community. Is you can go to little like mom and shop, mom and shop, mom and pop shops, and for all they know, they are doing everything right. For all they know, everything is what it is and what it is. And then they then they sell that to you, not knowing that the person that they got that from, or even the person that they got that from, is shady, non-ethical, straight up lying, or maybe someone along the way just didn't know or didn't care. Doesn't mean the person who owns that sh- shop is trying to mess with you in any kind of way. It's just, it is so hard to know for sure. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I like, that streamlined ability to just know for sure. That's what I want in a product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm really, I, I guess I, I'm impressed. Like I'm impressed by, um, the the care that is put into this, the fact that all of these specimens are unique in their listing, I find to be amazing. We were sent quite a lovely, um, quite a lovely box of goodies. Oh my from gosh, Ragnar's rocks! Like, I mean, really a, astonishing amount, and it was packed. Listen, it was packed for a, a tornado could have picked that box up. And nice. it would have been fine. Nice. It was so secure. Like, I was like, damn. And so we got all kinds of things, including the fattest, thickest, most beautiful chunk of, like, tiny, like, made up of, like, tiny desert roses. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You sent me the picture of that. Or you sent me a video, I think, of you just like placing your hand on it. And I was like, God damn. It's big. Yeah. <laughs> and with all kinds of fun things. So there's like all kinds of different things. Like, a, you know, there's like, uh, like one of the things we were sent was like a sodalite keychain. And mm-hmm. it's this beautiful tumbled sodalite just like on a keychain and like little things like that. So like a mix. And then we were sent like some good specimens, you know, and so it was mm-hmm. like, a, it was all kinds of different things from tumbled stones to like larger pieces, and, um, packaged very carefully, oh. very nicely. There's just a lot of care. And the website here, they, they offer crystals. There's jewelry, which I, this jewelry, dude, it's like the circle with the crystals in the middle. It's so good. There's energetic tools, fossils, meteorites, and techite, tektites, excuse me, I'm not smart. Uh, and then there's the showroom section, which is, you'll understand when you get there. Yeah, you'll know when you find it. <laughs> if you want to <laughs> drool over a, a chunk of giant malachite, like I have been doing for like just hours, uh, there's also uh, apparel involved. And uh, so it, it, it ranges far beyond 
just your crystals. There's there's all kinds of goodies. Oh, this was something interesting that I just uh, that they said about the website um, and the layout of it. So you can like search keywords on that site, like love, depression, depression, anxiety, etc., and it will help you search things that way as well. So oh, if you're like overwhelmed sweet. and you're not super able, because like I don't know that much about crystals, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like if I if the selection is beyond like your core twenty five. You know, I'm kind of like, I don't know. So you can search that way and maybe find um, find your match a little bit better that way. And there's also the filters that you can sort by. There's God, Zodiac, numerology, tarot, and just all kinds of different ways to search for what you need, when you need it, why you need it, which is so nice because I, someone who, again, I don't know a ton about crystals, but we do have this show. We, we know more, I think, that if you pluck somebody like off the street, you know, yeah. Even even in that case, when I'm like, hmm, I want to get a crystal to work with, you know, my spell, I get so overwhelmed when I'm just staring at my basket of crystals or like at a, <laughs> a shop, you know, I'm just like, I suddenly forget everything I knew. Quartz is good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I'll settle on like the five that I'm like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. know what you I'll pick do. you because you're pretty. And I'm going to hope that you carry good properties. (laughs) And something else that just sort of speaks uh, to not only like the quality and the care, because to me, when you're putting those tags on things like depression or anger, that is a level of care for what you're doing. And it's an actual level of like care for your, you know, wanting people to find their thing, the the thing that will help them the most. Yeah. And so that just goes into the care because I don't know if you've ever messed around on the back end of a website and had to put all that together and link all that shit up when it is. It's it's a lot. Oh, so yeah. for the quantity of what's on there, that's I'm. I, I, it's very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. And for what it's worth, uh, we did read. There's uh, they kindly sent uh, a good chunk of their like history with rocks and their background with like how they kind of came across them. Even saying that like when they were a kid, they would take rocks to school in like their crayon box and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and and it, you can just tell that this is a lifelong passion for somebody. Uh, yeah. especially and a lot of that is on their website, like the about yeah. section. If you want to mm-hmm. read that, it's a really neat. It's just it, it, he's very good at writing. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and just kind of going through and and to me that means a lot because as they said, this business is surpassing the diamond business. And with that information comes the knowledge of people knowing that people are going to be like. Well, I could buy this wholesale. I'll chuck it up on a website and mm-hmm. I'll make some money, you know, and this is not that. And that, that means a lot to, to, to me. Yeah. And, and so lastly, this is a fun little thing that they're putting on. Uh, they said, we are launching a huge crystal hunt to show our appreciation to the community. We will be hiding crystals all over New York for people to find and keep all for free. And whoever finds the most crystals will win a grand prize at the end of the contest. I don't know how many fans you have in New York, but I think it would be cool to mention it to them so that they can participate. We aim to have this contest start during the first week of June. Dude, we got a lot of New York beans. We've got a lot. That's like one of our biggest places. So y'all keep a lookout for that. It's ragnarsrocks.com. They're on Instagram, at ragnarsrocks. TikTok, at ragnarsrocks. See, the branding, way, way better than us. Way better. (laughs) Way better than us. Um, (laughs) Check them out. It's really been interesting to... To get to look to look at their work and, and see what all they've done with this and the love for these crystals is is obvious so um yeah 
Yeah. yeah. And and do yourself a favor, no matter what you do, no matter what you look at, treat yourself to the showrooms. Yeah, go have a walk around <laughs> the showroom. Just for fun. And uh and let's just let's let's just all agree that uh that, that Malachi can get it. I can. Yeah, I was looking at that um like the the it was like a amethyst sphere, but it was open in part of oh, it. Yeah, like it was yeah. just like all grown around and I was just like, I'd take you home with me. Yeah. You're coming yeah. home with me. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful pieces. But again, there are um, absolutely, there's a range of affordability here, but that's just like the penthouse suite. If you just kind of want to just, you just want to take a look because they are yeah. gorgeous specimens. But anyway, that's Ragnar's Rocks, um, our sponsor for this week's episode. Links will be in the show notes. I want to talk about I was, I haven't talked about a rune in a minute. And I actually saw this one uh, like, uh, maybe a month or so ago posted in the coven like asking if this one had been talked about and i swore i had and i have i've checked every spelling i have checked because like these roots <laughs> like there's so many different ways to spell them i don't think i have but man i swore i had um but this is a really really interesting rune it's kind of a mysterious rune oh. but it is really really good energy to draw on in times such as this and i will get to that there's actually multiple uh kind of fronts and reasons for that. But to start, I was symbolizes it symbolizes the yew tree. So paint me a word picture. Paint me a yew tree. Me, God. <laughs> oh God. Um of the of the, of the rune, I assume, right? Yeah, Sorry, that, yeah, that really no. scrambled my brain. <laughs> No, Macy, paint me an actual Birmingham. Okay, 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 okay. You know that 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 uh, that uh, that S thing that everybody drew forever. You know, Superman. Yeah, but it's like it's so it's like it's kind of like that. It's an S, but it, it points down in the top and it kicks up in the back and it goes straight up in the middle. So it's like a straight line with an angle down in the front and an okay. angle up at the bottom. Okay, okay, sure. It looks, it looks like an S, but like a an S. A very angular one. Like a snake. It looks like a snake if you if you don't draw snakes good. Yeah, if snakes were segmented instead of <laughs> like what they are. Um, so the yew tree is really poisonous. Oh. Uh, it's a very toxic tree. So in, in like a lot of ways, pretty much in every way, this tree is poisonous, like all parts of it. Um, so apparently like the, the yew tree, especially on a hot day. And if you're in a patch of them, the, they can release like almost a vapor that is like, like a neurotoxin. Ooh, um, what? yeah. So it, uh, I don't know how much of this is folklore and how much of it is fact. Um, but for at least it, for, it seems it can make you sick. It can make you dizzy. Um, but I do, I did see some like lore that it could cause death, um, that it could kill you. I, I don't know for sure if that's true, but either way it is verifiably poisonous. Um, like if you, some people who have you trees, like you don't really, like you handle them very carefully. You do not burn the branches anywhere near where you can inhale. Like they're poisonous as hell. So the you, you, don't, is, so you don't just like go hang out by one. Yeah, you don't just go like lick it, you okay. know, to say oh, hello. Damn. Yeah. My favorite uh, way to say hello to everyone. Isn't it? I know. Yeah. So the you is an evergreen plant or bush tree. Um, so it 
What makes it interesting, though, is that there's, even though it's evergreen, it has got a foot firmly planted in the death realm uh, in the spirit world. So Yggdrasil was a you. And so that's the world tree in Hmm. Norse mythology. Um, And it, you know, it's, it's this thing that is perfectly alive in the middle of wintertime. It even produces red berries in the wintertime when everything else is looking sparse, you know? Um, and it, so it has this, uh, kind of immortality aspect to it. Like it, it always kind of sustains and remains looking the same while things around it, um, struggle, you know, like you, you struggle. It's not really, I guess the right word, but like, you know, when you see a juniper next to an oak tree in winter, it looks like the juniper is doing better, you know, like it's got greenery on it. Mm-hmm. So it does, it just always looks, and you know, they're common trees in cemeteries, um, to, to, to find there. So there's just a, you know, they're forever looking alive, while being poisonous, while being this thing that can cause death or at least illness. And they just have this duality. They are kind of in both worlds. Uh, And so they are tied to, and you can really look at the death tarot card as kind of an example of um, kind of like some Iwas, like what kind of like what it's associated with. Uh, And so like, with the death card comes change, uh, transformation. It's not always a bad card to get, you know, like it can be a scary card to get. Like I think it's a good card to get, you know, um, but it can seem scary, you know, and also change is scary. It, of course it is. It's, it's a break to security because it's the unknown it's change. So it, it can be an intimidating card, but there's always possibility in change, even if the change is not ideal. It changes reality in a way to where there are new pathways for you to take. Mm -hmm. And with that can come all kinds of transformation. And so that's really what a lot of the death card is about. And it's what um, I was is about as well. So, you know, what, again, and I, so I was is really mysterious and we, we don't know what happens after death it's the greatest mystery of all no one knows (laughs) yes we do and if they tell you that they know for sure they are lying to you and probably trying to take your money or yeah put their power over you so we can't know we don't know and what's happened right now is seemingly it is the death of an era Mm. it is it is a death and we are living in it right now and we are mourning and we are going through the stages of grief Mm -hmm. and that is an unknown terrifying change and i was really has utility here in these these upheavals and changes um so it it's it follows yura in the Elder Futhark. And uh, this was in Rune Secrets, and I really liked it. Uh, After Yura's cycles, Iwas continues the communication of the polarization of things to achieve another level of understanding. Therefore, Iwas Rune reveals another way to understand another reality with new observations. Oh. So that's really valuable right now. Um, 
And, and, and I, it's why I wanted to talk about it because like with, you know, runes to me, they go so much deeper than divination. I don't really even use my runes that much for divination, but I use them for magic. I use them for mm-hmm. magic mm-hmm. all the time because essentially they are a sigil of stored ancient energy, you know, bound uh, that has just been over and over and over again, utilized and drawn from and given to, uh, there's power in that. And I, I like the the how broad it is. You know, there's 24 if you do traditional or 25 if you utilize the weird. And all of pretty much all of the universe is broken down into those 25 things or 24. So that's a lot of power when you draw on something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be useful not only in magic that perhaps you do not only to grieve, of course, um, and find refind your center. And things like that, but um, also helping with understanding what to do, you know, where to go from here mm-hmm. um, and and things like that. And it's a bit pragmatic, but you got to start somewhere. So, but either way, you know, it, it can be useful in, in all sorts of ways to be able to draw from that. And to remember that with death does come opportunity for something else and there will be much to do and we will need to look out for each other and we will need to work together to make this right. Mm-hmm. And whether that's, you know, again, like we talked about earlier, there's different ways that you can do that, that fit within how your life is right now and what you can manage and do to help. But there's going to be things to do because I, and most of us do not want to be where we are right now. And I do not I refuse to go back. I refuse to go back. I didn't live in those times and I don't want to. I yeah. don't want to. Yeah. So, so again, just to kind of, you know, and working to shed light on this with ourselves, kind of like a path that you can follow. Um, navigating with Iwas might be helpful. Um, I could even see it being a nice pairing with, uh, with Rido. Um, kind of the, uh, the rune of uh, travel journey, uh, kind of the chariot. I, I, I can just see those really pairing well together if you were like, all right, I'm going to fucking take action. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also just helping you get off the couch because shit's scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you was a nice wood for bows because it's flexible, but it is very strong. And because of this, there is an element of protection that comes with Iwas because a bow, it's an incredible weapon for one. And it can be utilized from vantage points of safety. So that's, you know, it, it, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that with this. So like, as like an archer, you know, you're, say you're an archer, your targets are chosen and identified very carefully. It's not really hack and slash unless you're like fucking Legolas and you yeah. can just like, oh yeah, you know, rapid draw, but like, kill the whole world, you know, like do whatever you need to do because you're legless. But like, in all seriousness, like it's a weapon of contemplation and care because your ammunition is limited. And once you fire away all your arrows, you're even more vulnerable than you were before you started. Mm -hmm. And right now it is really easy to be angry and to fire all of your arrows out. Mm-hmm. Um, and leave you depleted, leave you vulnerable, and leave you exhausted. And 
it's just good to take the time and to work with energy to focus where do these arrows need to go? I have a quiver. It's got a set amount in it. Where do I want to point them? Because in the span of two minutes, you can go on a doom scrolling session and you're you're done for the next four hours. You're 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 paralyzed or you're sick or you're mm. you know, and it's because in a way, every time you see something that jolts you with fear because you're essentially navigating uh, an environment that is just going to be um and rightly so, but commiserating. And I'm not saying any people need to, but if you let yourself fall in that too much and you get pulled down too far, you will spend all of your arrows. You know, it's like, because every time, because to me, like the way I was thinking about it, like when I've, I've seen several things and read several things that are the punch in the gut and it's like, it's a physical feeling. And that to me is an arrow lost because I'm I'm losing something that depleted me. And I, instead of like focusing and targeting that energy, I just lost it. And I shot it out still. It's I still felt the rage and I still, but it's it's gone, you know? And so I think kind of focus kind of focusing on what it is that you want to focus this emotional energy on. Of course, stay informed, always stay informed. But if you've maybe been reading a while about like all of these, um, the repercussions or what's going to happen or people's stories about what would have happened to them if they would have lived under these laws and things like that, which is also important to educate yourself on. However, maybe go and see what's going on in your area that will surprise you that people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like spend your emotional arrow that way, point it forward instead of in a you know, just a blind emotional void. See if you can do something that will help lift you up a little bit because it's just the way that it goes with vibration. You know, like you're going to be more, you're you're going to be doing more and more forward marching and just if your vibrations are going to be up, it's hard to want to do anything when you're in a, a, like a low, mm. a low zone. It just is, you know, and then it's also hard to pull out of them and they're cyclical and they're a sticky trap and they will keep you there. Um, it's like you literally have to get lifted out. It's like the energies are actually like a care, like a care flight basket. Mm -hmm. Like they're Mm -hmm. getting you out. Um, so that's kind of what I mean by that. And I like that, you know, the archer has to be careful. The archer doesn't have an unlimited quiver and this, this U bow is very flexible and it is strong, but like there's a balance there too. You know, there's a balance there between the two. And um, just making sure that you are able to um, keep moving uh, in a way and, and focusing on certain aspects that help lift you up and um, perhaps specific areas of focus because it can get overwhelming. It can get very, very overwhelming trying to figure out what to do um, and how to cope and things like that. So just arrange your quiver. And, you know, the things that you need to focus on right now, the things you want to focus on and the things that you think would be the most beneficial, not only for you, but maybe for the world Mm -hmm. to focus on to help not only adjust, you know, with this change that is, you know, that comes after a death, um, but try to, you know, do it in your own way. Mm-hmm. And because my basket of arrows is going to be different than yours, 
Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, this is almost like the spoons theory. It, yeah, yes, it is. I didn't actually even think about that. It kind of is, isn't it? Kind of like spoon theory. Mm. Um, but yeah, and it's like, but as a very in, in this way, like specifically in like an emotional way. Yeah. You know, like the the aspects that you want to kind of focus on to move forward and cope and get better. And one of those arrows needs to be rest, and another needs to be self care, and it needs mm. to be things like that. And take care of yourself. Um, because again, like if that quiver is empty, you're fucked mm-hmm. and you're depleted and you're vulnerable. So try to keep, keep your cups, not completely empty during this time. And, um, remember it is important and okay to fill them. And necessary. Yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was, and again, like with the archer, uh, kind of thing metaphor it's reacting with purpose it's not like hack and slash it's not scrambles the death dealer <laughs> rolling in you know and, deep cut, deep cut. Heads, and uh like you know it's it's careful it's mm. very it, it's very you know so that's kind of it's moving forward with purpose with thought and focus largely and that is just um where am i here should I accidentally scrolled up so yeah, finding ways to be impactful instead of just draining yourself, fighting with people you'll never change on the internet. That's like the main one. That's that is not something that really needs to be in your quiver very much. Um educating of course, but like there there's just some places on the internet you're you're not that's not the place that the change is probably going to happen if that's you're- if you know what I mean. Two times great uncle that you sometimes see on Facebook who posts like memes of bald eagles in the flag. You're not going to change his mind about this. You're not. Yeah, you're not. But that effort could probably be spent somewhere else that Mm. will be more appreciated and more beneficial. So that's what I mean by guarding your arrows. Like figure out, okay, you know what? I'm not wasting one on you. Where can I put one? You know, that's actually going to stick somewhere because I'm going to get fucking furious if I talk to you and it's going to ruin my night and I'm going to get upset. My cortisol levels are going to get off and then I'm not going to fucking sleep right. And it it becomes very exhausting and unhealthy. And, you know, so it's just preserve your energy here. And let's see if we can be more, um, or not more, you know, but just like conserving it in a way that's like, effective and good for you too Mm. because it's important things need to be good for you also um and another something else that i really like with iwas is that um it is a it's tied to the spine to the spinal column and so it represents the vertical axis of the elder futhark and it just really ties to the uh the the spinal the spinal cord and Mm. uh it's, you know, there's a lot to unpack with that. Like, there's a lot to look into that because, like, the spine is it's this column of life, you know, and com- energy, our communication, everything travels through it. Your energy centers, it allows the body to, to move and it's your fucking backbone. And we need our backbones now more than ever, yeah. you know, Um and something that I think is important, it's important to use your spine. And I mean that literally and figuratively. So like, of course, in a literal sense, like 
if you don't use your spine and keep it, you know, you will lose your range of motion or like thing, it can become damaged or, you know, like if anything like that, the spine can deteriorate if, if, you know, like too much stiffness starts to take in and like set in and mobility becomes difficult. Like, so literally, but also we need to, you got to use your spine also in just a sense of if you don't do the practice of standing up for yourself, it gets hard to do it. It's a maintenance, really. It is because it's, it's amazing how quickly you can fall back into a passive nature or kind of just feel like, oh, well, I just, it's all over, you know? And it's like, but that backbone is a blessing and we all have one and it's always there, you know, reminding you if it's holding your head up right now, it's there. And I like that that energy, this spine energy, this also, once again, very flexible, but very strong thing is tied to this rune. This, and I, I just, I, I like the idea of channeling just like backbone energy, you know, because yeah. that could be used right now. It, it really could. Um, Shine up that spine, you know? Well, yeah, you know, because it's like, this like and you just think about the spine right so it's like our spinal cord is just like the nerve it's very delicate this very delicate thing but the the spinal column is badass and it looks it is scary as hell too so cool it is a marvel of engineering it, it i mean seriously it's really really neat and d- allowing this tremendous movement while being this armed fortress at the same time like, so that's really neat and so it's like with the world every day now seemingly trying to turn us all into our own iron fortresses because that is what happens if you just become so pulled down by it that you feel hopeless and you can't even you, you don't even want to like try anymore mm-hmm. you know um it just makes it you feel cold and negative, especially to a world that's like melting and in times like this, we're regressing when the world is melting. Yeah. And so the world's ending and we're moving backwards. And we're moving backwards. And so it's like it does some it feels like there's not much to be optimistic about. And it gets easier and easier to draw inwards, just locking into that fortress. And again, you know, like things do stop working as well if they don't move mm-hmm. and you know they deteriorate and they stiffen and so we do need to maintain some sort of forward motion we need to maintain movement as hard as it is and to to try to of course process stimuli that comes to us however we need to process it and try to react forward um once the shock waves have dissipated you know, however long that, t- instead of just being permanently blown down by it. And I was, is, you know, really, it, it's about kind of stripping, there's the dead bark, all right, the bark's dead, we got to strip it away. And here's what's underneath it. it would we, mm. What are we going to do with it? You know, and it's perhaps new promise. Promise is not guaranteed. It's made by our own hands, you know, and so it, it's, it's not necessarily like, you know, it's, going to just happen like the the uh, the new growth you know will just be it's like no there's always promise in every situation there's always something but it doesn't just materialize it has to be um like either manifested or fulfilled or yeah. reached, 
fought for. And so all of that, and like, that's not all to say that like, this needs to be all taken in stride. And you're just like, you hear things like, you know, what is, you endure what's going on. You're just like, oh, well, you know, just let it roll off. You know, it's enduring is not the same as like necessarily being passive about it. Right. Like you can endure things at, at the same time that you're doing something about it. It's just, Right. It's yeah. it's more of a forward motion and it's a time to to think and talk and do. And you know, the yew tree is evergreen and makes these berries in the coldest part of winter. It flourishes when the world is frozen. Mm-hmm. And it's a reminder that even when around these bare lifeless looking trees, spring is going to come, you know, and things are not over even if everything around looks like it's ruined. And you know, again, we're symbol. I was symbolizes the uh, the eternal, the great world tree. You know, life and death, the world between the two. There, one can find two perspectives: the perspective of the living physical world, mm-hmm. and the perspective of the eternal spirit world. And what clarity, what clarity and assistance, perhaps guidance, can come from pulling from that spirit perspective? Uh, you know, and. Especially with this um, like focused pragmatic energy that comes with IWAS, um, I just I feel like there are things the spirit world, you know, and this is perhaps presumptuous of me because I don't really think that everything just cares about humans, you know, and the spirit world is vast and complicated sure. in a way than it could ever be. However, I do, you know, you can get as complicated or like as like weird and complicated as you want about things like this. But if you like believe in the collective unconscious, there's always energy to pull from. Mm -hmm. And there is a tremendous amount of dissatisfaction and to be found there about the state of things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I think that it's, it's there to, to look into. So the spirit world, spirit realm, the veil, the ether, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I think that this could be, something interesting to meditate on, you know, and there are a lot of people who don't know what to do. And um, it it might seem silly, or it might seem like a half ditch kind of or like a Hail Mary effort. But like, what, you know, just do a meditation and like with your favorite guided meditation with your, you know, if you have like a guide that you work that comes to you or what, and maybe nothing will happen. And you odds are no, you might not have the epiphany to solve everything. But you might just find some sort of clarity um in it because you never know i've learned tremendous things in meditation that i didn't even go in there planning you know so um i do think it's sometimes we we can get trapped in the physical with things like this and it's important to remember like we are spiritual beings this is a meat suit vehicle Mm -hmm. there's so much to tap into that could perhaps lend not only assistance but lend understanding maybe you don't know you know so um doing some meditating working with guides things like that to help find um direction it might seem a little woo but i don't think it is um well i mean even if you even if you just view meditation if you're not necessarily spiritual a what's that like listening to this podcast but b (laughs) um even if you just view it as like spending time alone with your thoughts I mean, I know the point of meditation is to not necessarily have thoughts, but even if the point is just to sort of calm down and get your ducks in a row and like, that's still extremely valuable. Well, and that's a big part of meditation. You know, a lot of meditation is just being like, like thoughts 
still always come, but mm-hmm. you are able to allow them to just whoop, yeah, go on by. And, you know, so that even you focus on your breathing, yeah. you know, things like that. So like, there's always things in the spiritual that you can do. Um, and like something I was thinking about, and this might be a little bit out there, but like, I believe in tulpas, I believe in thought forms. I, I just to me, it makes sense. You know, I'm just like, oh, of course, why not? Um, and so even if like, you know, for instance, like deities that a lot of people work with um, aren't actually like real you know, they were never like real people that walked around, but it's like, what if they have been created? And I just have a hard time believing that some of these deities are going to be cool with this. And oh. there is a whole thought form that you can pull from. I This might be bad advice, but it was just something I was stewing on. I was like, man, like, how would, how would some of them think about this? No, you no. know? That's what I mean when I when I'm saying, oh, I'm having like the epiphany. I I don't think I don't think Hecate is. That's who I was, that was this. exactly who I was on. I was like, man, <laughs> like, and I know that like a lot of people who work with that, like uh, like um, I don't. I feel like she's one of the more ones. If you do work with her, you typically do so in a more um devoted way. Mm. But um, so I'm not gonna like call her up. You know, I did that once, and that was really intense, and I don't want to tend to do it again uninvited. She's um, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I know a lot of you do. And so I just have, and and other people who work with deities and I just refuse to believe that that energy that has been, you know, that exists, it does exist. It's an idea. Um, uh, I think that there's, it's something to be pulled from there as well. And to close, I think Iowa's energy can be perfectly summed up by the one, the only Samwise Gamgee. Oh, precious. And I've recited this before, but I'm going to recite it again because I think it's just as relevant now as it has ever been. Mm. And it's beautiful. So here we go. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo, the ones that really matter. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was after so much bad has happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, the shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those are the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? That there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. Every time, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> My whole body is covered in chill bumps. Every time. Why is it always applicable? <laughs> It's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. So take that with you. Um, that's just kind of the energy of I was. Uh, there's a lot to pull from here. There's a lot to do. There is a lot to do. There's a lot to do. And uh, I, I, to kind of sum it up, I think everyone's got to decide what that means for them. Um, and be careful. What, 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 what did, uh, speaking of Samwise, what did, uh, be curious. be curious. Be curious, but, but be careful. careful. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Patron saint of Waba. <laughs> <laughs> he 
I feel like he would be so uncomfortable with that. He would be terribly uncomfortable. I think most normal people probably would be. They'd be like, I don't want that. Pre- I don't want I don't that. Me. What? People. Who, Who are, are you? Why? I didn't agree to this. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, um, dude, I guess that that's it for me, at least. Is there anything else we need to uh, address? Um, I mean, see, I'm already on, I'm just, I want to be the fucking beach so bad. I need to be in the ocean and I need to release <laughs> so much in the ocean. So I can't really think about anything else. Yeah. We do have the printout. Um, get it if you want it. Last day is May 18th. May 18th. Are we in May? Yeah. Yes. May 18th. Also the day I get all my fucking hair chopped off. Get all my fucking hair chopped off. Getting it off my body. Oh, <laughs> getting it off my body. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm ready to let the ocean take some of this from, from me. <laughs> yeah. And she, she can handle it. Oh God. She can handle Do you know how deep she is? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that that fucking Julia thing's gonna get it all up? Oh, it better. It probably, yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's what all those things. Maybe like our sea monsters. That's what they do. Yeah, that's every time you go to the ocean to cry and to release your emotions into the water. That's what all that noise is. It's mm. the collective. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh. oh wow. Uh, um. So also quick announcement. So we we wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, we are not going to be releasing an episode on May 25th. Um, we're taking that week off. It's not really off, um, but we're going to be putting the 200th Spooky So together with the trip going on and also just with the emotional baggage uh, and everything that has been going on. It's just not done. It's just not ready. Um, and Emotional the- damage. And it's just the with the trip coming up and getting back from Galveston and all of that, it's just going to be really hard to put it together. So we're going to just take that week off. We wanted to give you a heads up because it's just always a bummer, you know, to think you've got one coming and you don't. Um, so yeah, the twenty fifth, you will not we you won't hear from us that day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be gone then. We're going then. <laughs> We'll have ascended to another place in time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, ooh, that means the, oh, then, yeah, ooh, that's cool. So to say the first episode that'll come out with my new hair will be the spooky sewed. Because it's like, I'm getting it cut the day, the Wednesday, the 18th, and it's like, you won't hear about it. No, I'm, it's, you're not going to hear about it until like two weeks later. And by then it'll I, be all grown out again. Which is dumb because I'm like immediately going to post it. I'm going to post it so fucking <laughs> fast. <laughs> not even gonna be done yet no yeah it's just like still in the chair be like half my hair is gone (laughs) more than that every time she like every time she takes a snip of hair you should update the picture (laughs) i do oh god i spam everybody's instagram i I do want to take a picture with my my big uh donate braid i want to do that because i just think that would be cool to hold a big heavy braid that just got cut off of my head yeah it'll be interesting to see like the the size in relation to you yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about it. I'm so ready for it to be gone. Uh, I don't love it anymore. And mm. it, uh, we're, I'm moving on from it. It no longer serves you. It no longer serves me. And I'm going to, I can't wait. I'm so like, I just, I'm so fucking ready for my short hair. I felt like, I just feel like such a 
fucking, I don't know why I was going to say, like, I meant to say something sexy, but the first <laughs> thing that came to my head was like, oh, it just made me feel like such a hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, I don't know why my brain was like, that's a good one. I'm going to feel like a hot pocket. <laughs> I've just been reading too much of this shitty cat romance. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's it called? What the cat dragged in? What the cat dragged in. Dragged in. Oh. Our listener, Derica, sent this as inspo for uh, uh, Kitty and uh, Veronica. <laughs> Is it Veronica or Victoria? Victoria loves sweat. I always want to say Veronica. I With always Vic- mess up Kitty's name. Kitty's name. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah. Um, and but this is this is like a romance kind of surrounded, like like, but it's like kind of for cat people. Listen, it's making me more unsexy every page I turn. Mm, it's turning you into a hot I'm pocket. Losing game constantly. <laughs> it's like an hourglass. Oh no! Every yeah. time you open the book, yeah, just a little bit of game floats away. It, it just drifts away. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm having a great time. Wonderful. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my life. Uh, that's how I've been coping. I've cringed more. It's about as cringy as Virgin River. I'll say that. It's about Aww. as cringy as Virgin River. Yeah. So I'm actually very much actually, I'm enjoying it. It's. Mm. I've had several, like the other night, yeah, last night Hunter was cooking dinner and I was on the couch and I was reading this book. And I'm so glad he couldn't see my face because about every three <laughs> minutes, like my eyes, nose and mouth all gravitated to the center of my face. Yep. And oh, just, I know the cringe. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. Well, cool. Um, good goodbye until next week. You're gonna hear our beach escapade. It's our third annual, dude. Third, third. annual beach episode. Is it bad that I don't even remember the first one? It was the one. Was that the one Rustin got really busy in when yeah. we were, he was making all that noise? That was yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was mom was up there. We were she on the third story. That's right. Uh, yeah, and she said That's it was right. a, we it, uh, Maven. Um, yes, the, our, I think our it Maven was, episode. You're correct. Yeah, and then I really remember last year's. Um, but oh. yeah, we'll see what we get into, and we'll tell you all about what we do in uh, Galveston because I know you're interested. I, I I did a big yawn, but that's not a reflection <laughs> <laughs> of. You just pan to the audience. Yeah. (laughs) I do like a Frankie Muniz fourth wall break. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. All right. Well, woof. Off we go. Off we go. Uh, I got, I got nothing after I've got, I'm I'm about spent now. I, I'm, I really don't know how to end this. I don't know how to leave. I I, I guess. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.